Welcome to the Quartering Podcast for Tuesday, the 27th of December. First up, Ben Shapiro triggers meltdown by roasting Netflix movie Glass Onion and its insane Elon Musk critique. Ben Shapiro has angered uh, the entirety of Twitter for uh, what is being seen as a an interesting movie review. Now, we all know that Ryan Roundhead Johnson, uh, the director of some of the worst movies in history, uh, is much beloved by the left. And admittedly, a lot of people enjoyed the first movie, uh, Knives Out. The second movie, Glass Onion, has not received similar acclaim. Ryan Roundhead Johnson, well, most well-known for uh, putting out maybe one of the worst Star Wars movies in history, uh, took took on Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro took on Ryan Johnson's movie writing skills, and people absolutely, positively lost their minds. It was one of the weirdest, most bizarre things that I've seen Twitter get upset about. Mm, I can't say ever, but in a long time. Ben Shapiro roasted for angry glass onion Twitter thread. Maybe, have you, or have you ever read or seen a mystery before? The media personality took to Twitter to lodge complaints about the Knives Out sequel's plot and politics. Now, the politics of Glass Onion were cringe and on the nose, uh, you know, trying to portray, for example, Elon Musk as somebody who is not smart, which is always great. You know, it's always hilarious to me uh, when when that's the case. You know, um, Ryan Johnson uh, trying to call anyone else stupid after uh, the work he's put out. Media personality Ben Shapiro missed the point of Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery, in a lengthy Twitter thread lodging his complaints about the story in the film's politics. And his lukewarm takes were met with significant pushback on social media the weekend that film hit Netflix. Glass Onion, and by the way, I don't think this movie really uh, did very good, right? I don't think it, like... I don't know why people are... Oh, okay. It got a 93%. Okay. It did rate very well. Most of the early reviews I saw did not care for it. Uh, interesting. So it goes on. Let's actually look at Ben's thread because it's it's hilarious how angry everyone got. I regret to inform you that Glass Onion is actively bad. I will discuss the actual writing of the movie followed by the politics of it. Both suck. Spoilers follow. First, the writing. The first half of the movie is complete misdirect and a waste of time. Now, that is a bad take. It is a mystery. It is a whodunit. Of course, the first half was a misdirect. That was weird. Did Ben think it was like a true crime thing? Like, not a great take, but I digress. So I'll skip the, the hard spoilers, okay? Why the misdirect? Because the story itself, in the purest form of incredible laziness, it relies on not one, not two, but three bad writing tropes. An identical twin, a comprehensive journal, and a moron of a bad guy. You can write your way out of literally any scenario given an identical twin, which removes the need for linear coherence. A com comprehensive journal, which explains everything, and a moron for a bad guy, which removes the necessity of any kind of logic. These are all true. Instead, we get an hour of wasted time because we have to make up for the fact that the bad guy is perfectly obvious from point one. Ryan Johnson knows this, which is why by the end, he's telling the audience via Blanc that everything Miles Brown did is, in fact, dumb. Now, 
the politics. This is why, in my opinion, everyone actually got mad. Okay. Not liking a movie is perfectly reasonable. I don't like Ryan Johnson. I can't think of a single movie he's done that I've enjoyed. People said Knives Out was really good. I was very unimpressed with it. Um, but, that, you know, I don't know if I could say it was objectively bad. Uh, different strokes for different folks. I like mysteries. I like suspense. Um, I like thrillers. That movie didn't really scratch that itch for me. But it wasn't really because I didn't like Ryan Johnson. It just never really got there for me. But it, it wasn't like, oh, this is a terrible movie. It was just a movie, which is what Netflix does. Ryan Johnson's politics. Now, this is, again, the real reason why everyone freaked out. It's as, is as lazy as his writing. His take on the universe is that Elon Musk is a bad and stupid man, and then anyone who likes him in media, politics, and tech is must be being paid off by him. Well, I'm still waiting on my check, Elon. This is an incredibly stupid theory, since Musk is one of the most successful entrepreneurs in human history. How many rockets has Johnson launched lately? And it's a foolish conspiracy theory to boot. How to explain this dumb theory? Bad writing, of course. Johnson comes up with a fake partner who is the actual smart person slash Miles slash Musk cheated by bribing people. What about all the people who like Musk? They're dumb and corrupt, which means you need no logic for them. So more bad writing. This means that all of Miles' friends slash supporters are still uh, suckling at the golden teat for Miles slash Musk because he keeps signing them checks. But any of them could at any time take down Miles slash Musk and reap the massive benefits, literally any of them. But in Johnson's bizarro world, taking down the most powerful and rich person in the world is something nobody would ever consider. Weird, since he just made a $40 million movie trying to do just that. Which brings us to the final irony. Ryan Johnson is being paid $100 million to make two of these movies. He, so, so his is a rich, I think he means he, so he is a rich, famous person writing stupid mysteries pretending to be smart. He ill is Miles, not Blanc. That's the dirty secret. Not exactly like, again, see, people are pretending like, oh, Ben Shapiro doesn't get mysteries. Maybe he doesn't. I happen to be of the mindset that Ben, like guys like Ben and Matt Walsh, for example, sometimes they say stupid stuff. Everyone does. But then people are like, oh, it's fifth dimensional trust, a lot like with Trump. Um, I think sometimes they say stupid stuff that needs to be criticized. Um, you know, I think Ben works for Conservative Inc. I think the Daily Wire is a, a gatekeeping organization that is uh, uh, set to toe the line and is has very close relationships with Google and Facebook and YouTube. It's why they never get strikes. It's why their content's never suppressed. These are all facts that most people in the middle or conservative talking point or talking uh, commentary space all know and talk about behind the scenes. That's not important here, though. Ben Shapiro had an extremely lukewarm take about probably just missing the point of, of uh, Glass Onion. But again... Everybody who's like trying to dunk on him and like go, go ballistic about it, it's not because he didn't like the movie. Not a lot of people watch this movie. Did you watch it? Is it any good? I have zero interest in, in uh, putting time into it. But I did take your, uh, all yours uh, recommendation to watch Violent Night because I told everyone I liked Fat Man. Fat Man is still far superior to that movie. Um, 
Violent Night was okay. It wasn't wasn't as good as Fat Man. But if I had never seen Fat Man and I saw it, I'd probably think it was awesome. Um, and, and so, like, most of these people, like, I regret to inform you that The Sixth Sense is actively bad. First, the writing. The entire movie is a complete misdirect and waste. So they're talking about, you know, everyone's pretending that this is this the situation that, oh, he just doesn't get the movie. But, like, ultimately... They're just mad that he's defending Elon Musk. I mean, that that's the, that's the interest. You're mad because you weren't asked to return for the sequel. Everyone's saying he's this character, clearly, from the movie. I mean, to pretend that Ryan Johnson makes good movies is already a self-own. He doesn't. Uh, I don't think he's made... I mean, maybe there's something I'm missing, but the freakout has been hilarious. You know, like, there's dozens and dozens of articles of people saying, oh... Uh, ben Shapiro was absolutely demolished. Well, you know, Ben Shapiro was trending on Twitter for two straight days, probably making a lot of money off of it. So sometimes these bad takes are calculated to get your name trending. I think Candace Owens does this a lot, puts out a, a take that she knows. I think Candace Owens might be the best person in the business at it other than Trump who knew how to write, you know, how to tweet things out. Like, you didn't even know. Like, when Trump tweeted out Kafifi, I was sure that was just a spelling error. But then I was like, wait a minute. If he, know, he knows if he types a typo, the press is going to talk about it. There's entire companies that spun up selling Kafifi coffee or whatever. I'm sure it isn't as good as coffee brand coffee. But you get my point. Like, I don't really understand it. Um, I, I think that yes, the identical twin is lazy. It's not a movie that I feel like, you know, the payoff there would be, I would be feeling ripped off if that was the payoff because that means really, really nothing, you know, really nothing. Have you ever seen or watched a mystery before? It sucks that for your brain, your brain is so tiny. It couldn't even handle a misdirect and a rug pull in a mystery movie. Yeah, I do. I do, I do agree with Ben though. That like, that makes you feel like it's you wasted your time. You know what I mean? Like, oh, none of this actually mattered, and I just watched a two-hour movie. I get it. It's been around forever. Just the the freakout is like so hilarious to me, though. It's so ridiculously over the top that it's just really hard to it's hard to even fathom. And this is like, you know, over the week, even like Tim Pool tweeted out like, um. Something. What was he? What were they mad about? Tim Pool. Oh, because he he rearranged Noel a Noel uh, uh, thing into say Elon, and like the left was freaking out and just like losing their minds over it. Why? I don't know. Because they wrote, don't have any real problems in real life. <laughs> like watch the movie or don't. Now I'm kind of interested in watching it, but now because there was a big reveal and now I've kind of been spoiled. I don't know if I'll watch it. And next up today, Twitch e-girl Pokimane destroyed for demanding trolling online be made illegal. The Karen of Twitch is at it again. That's right. Pokimane, many of you, you know, I there was a time, this is perhaps the most embarrassing thing for her, there was a time leading the title, like putting Pokimane in the title, was like good for finding new viewers on the internet. Most of the people in my replies nowadays, if I make a video about this individual, they're like, who the heck is this? Well, Pokimane is a washed up uh, kind of e-girl on, on Twitch who 
by the way, I shouldn't say, I mean, has accrued millions of dollars by, I don't know, appearing to be single. I, I don't know. Uh, and, and being as uh, Twitch Karen, I, I don't know. Her content isn't for me, but clearly it's for many young, thirsty individuals who think that who thinks that she will they'll date her. I don't know that she'll date them. I don't know. I never really understand understood streaming unless it's like you know putting on a serious show, you know, just sitting there and whatever. Like I don't know, it's not not for me. But what is for me is reacting to some interesting commentary. And the sad part is, this woman will probably get the ears of politicians. I would like to facilitate the creation of legislation that holds people accountable for the actions they do online. Isn't it always this way, right? Pokimane reveals her plans to hold online trolls accountable for their actions. Twitch chat brain. I would like to facilitate the creation of legislation. It's legislature. In this particular case, I believe, but I also don't think she's ever said that word out loud before. That holds people accountable for the actions that they do online. I don't know if I should get into the details because it might rattle some folks, but yes. First of all, this is dumb. Okay, leave a like on the video right now if you agree. Also, if you haven't yet, please do subscribe. I upload five to six videos a day every day. I would greatly hope today will be the day I earn your subscription. I'm pushing hard uh, to try and uh, get some more subscribers by the end of the year. Now, first of all, if you do something online that is illegal, it's already illegal. People go to jail every day for things that they do online. So let me be very clear. What internet Twitch Karen Pokimane is talking about is either not required, or she's referring to people who say mean things on the internet. <clears throat> but yes. Think it out. Sp share it with us. I think there are some companies that I'm going to message, or not companies, organizations that are involved with certain causes, and I'll be like, listen, if you ever need someone to, I'm your girl. What does that even mean? The girl to say the N-word? We know she likes saying the N-word. Because I think if you want to pass a bill, you like usually go in front of a group of politicians and you explain your cause. Like, what? I'll do it. I will do it. I have so many things to say. But you can't say anything, any of it now. You can't lay out any actual things that you want to... Let me be very clear. What this woman is pushing for is for people who say mean things on the internet to get punished for them. This is a woman that doxed an 11-year-old. Okay? Her, she has zero credibility. This is a woman that uh, has many things have been said about hiding potential uh, incidences in their organization. Now, I don't know if those are true or not. They're only accusations. And I don't think it's fair to just say, like, well, if somebody said, that's not fair. Even if you dislike somebody, I don't know. But her name is not squeaky clean. We look at some of the replies. Oh, here's Brittany Venti. Shout out, Brittany. How about she goes back to Canada where she can have crybaby bee laws like she likes it? How about John Willow? Not sure who this is, but shout out to Jonathan Willow. 
a reminder that she doxed an 11-year-old. When her friends harassed him, found out where he went to school, and impersonated him online, he was issued a public apology. She didn't accept it and accused him of clout chasing on her name. She is the least accountable online troll. How about this? Uh, you ain't funny. That's not now again, it's the A, okay? She says it a few more times in that video as well. Again, I don't care if she wants to, you know, that's between her and the black community. You know, I don't talk like that. I'm not also offended by that. So that's between her and the black community. How about this? Oh, she, I feel like somebody who, you know, who has this many clips of saying the N word online probably says it a lot offline. I'm guessing. If people are held accountable for actions, she wouldn't have a platform after saying the N word three times. Of course, the Pokey's attitude towards online accountability, quote, ultimately, I think it's fair to say that there is my truth, there is his truth, and then there's the actual truth. It's probably somewhere in between. Oh, someone tagged me on this. Okay, great. Let's start with this. I'm not sure what this is. I don't know what that's showing. Is that supposed to be a video? Oh, that's the N-word video. I don't think that the N-word is illegal to say. You know, I don't know what, like... But, but the sad thing is, there are politicians that will clout chase on her name. Like, one of the worst moments of a, an excellent movie. So there was um, Free Guy, which is Ryan Reynolds, plays Ryan Reynolds like he does in every movie. And then they had this, like, weird clip where they cut to streamers, and it was Pokemon, and it was, like, immediately immersion-breaking. And I... I recoiled that she probably made more money for that 10-second clip than I make in a year. Working on a plan to discipline online trolls. I don't think she has any idea what this takes, but the problem is when we take everything into account, like with the Twitter files, for example, and all this stuff, we know that our government is probably more than happy to do it. Don't you think? They're probably more than happy to do it. She talked about her plans of tackling trolls through legislation. Now look, you show up at someone's house, that's already against the law. See, all this stuff that these Karens online talk about is already against the law. Melanie Mack had some weirdo drive 15 hours because he was convinced that he was supposed to be her wife or something like that. That's stalking. That's against the law. And I support her calling the cops on that guy. Okay. Pokemon, some weirdo shows up at her house. I 100% support her calling the cops or I don't know, does some sort of fraud or whatever the case is. But that's not what Pokemon is talking about. They're talking, she's talking about people calling her as an example, you know, maybe making fun of her makeup or making fun of her looks or, you know, that's what she's actually talking about. Let me be very clear because everything that you can do online that needs legislation already has it. Too much of it, to be honest with you.
what and for example and oh my god all these media outlets are totally supporting it too Pokemon's statement appears to be in reaction to the constant harassment she faces online for example in January 2022, while streaming Valorant, Gideon sent a wave of hate viewers Pokemon's way who just said L plus you're falling off or something like that. Something like that. She wants what? She wants him to go to jail for that? I don't even understand what kind of out of touch world this individual is living in. Maybe it's because she's drunk with power because basically on Twitch, she can just say, I don't want this person. And then they get banned from the platform. But this is, I mean, don't, don't sleep on this. I know this, we're, we're having a, 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 a joke at this. We're having a goof and a gaff. But don't think, don't be surprised if you see that moron AOC bring her on to a live stream so they can both double clout chase and talk about it. And maybe even make a bill about it. Force Twitch to, to I don't even stream on Twitch anymore because... I don't even know what you can and can't say. And I just go on there and play video games. I don't even talk about, you know, I don't talk politics on there. Now, if you're a lefty on Twitch, you can get away with just about anything. If you're Pokemon, you can get away with anything. But this is the, this is the language that weirdo leftists use. Hold people accountable for the actions they do online. What does that mean? Sounds like another boomer we need to get rid of anonymity take. Is she hanging out with Jordan Peterson? I love Jordan Peterson. Don't get mad. But his take on internet anonymity, I don't agree with. Doesn't mean I hate the guy. There are organizations that are involved with certain causes. What, the ADL or Media Matters? You want to, want to work with them, Pokemon? Be the Queen Karen of censorship? This is somebody that reacts to people eating their toenails as content. Make online harassment illegal. What is your plan? Everyone says she has a plan. What is her plan? To like, maybe, like, kind of, maybe, like, talk to some like organizations, like, and maybe make things illegal? I will do it, she said adamantly. You don't even have any clue what it'll take. But that won't stop politicians from jumping on her bandwagon to get clout and to talk about more mean words online. I'm going to keep an eye on this because this is the sad thing is this five years ago, this would have been a hilarious meme and everyone on earth would have dunked on her. But now it's an actual reality that this could happen. You're talking about a government here in the United States that had a, a disinformation czar. They tried to roll out a ministry of truth on us. You don't think, you don't think they'll take some C tier streamer off Twitch ride her coattails to get some more votes from Gen Z? Pretty sure they will. This is what the world's coming to. Be vigilant. And next up today, US spent $3 million on Hamster Fight Club and 180000 creating real-life Infinity Gauntlet. Look, uh, since Timmy's on a little bit of a vacay, I figured I'd cover a little bit of politics. Not hard politics, something I think we can all agree on. The government wastes our money, right? Democrats do it, Republicans do it, independents do it. They thieve our money through taxes and they piss it away. They spend it on whatever they want because anybody who doesn't earn money hardly ever spends it properly or well. They did not earn this money. They thieved it from us through taxes and other 
programs out there through the lottery system, which uh, is a fool's errand, even though we've all probably played. They don't earn this money. The government doesn't earn it, which is why they don't spend it responsibly. And some of the things during the annual Festus report that came out are absolutely shocking, including our government spending $118,000 to see if Thanos could actually snap his fingers while wearing the Infinity Gauntlet. I am not kidding. Grandpa, U.S. government spent $118,000 to learn if Thanos could really snap his fingers. On Tuesday, Kentucky Senator Rand Paul took to the Senate floor to slam wasteful big government spending, highlighting how the National Science Foundation granted $118,971, so $119,000, of taxpayer money to a group of Georgia Tech students so that they could learn if the Marvel villain Thanos, while wearing the fictional Infinity Gauntlet, could really snap his fingers. That's what they're spending your tax dollars on. And I don't care if you're a Republican or you're a Democrat, you don't like it, right? Leave like right now if you think it's ridiculous. Quote, we spent $118,000 to study if a metal replica of a robot of Marvel Comics evil warlord Thanos could snap his fingers for $118,000. Really, Paul said? They apparently hired some dude to wear metal gloves and then try to snap his fingers. You know what they found out? that it's impossible to make a snapping sound with metal fingers. Well, money well spent, right? According to Georgia Tech School of Chemical Biomolecular Engineering website, the research was led by Georgia Tech undergrad uh, with help from other people, a doctoral student, and a bunch of people whose names I can't pronounce, an assistant professor. They took your money for that, if you're an American anyway. They took your money for that and gave it to the school, $120,000, far more than the average American earns in a year, almost double probably, and gave it to kids to screw around with a metal glove. Almost said of the study for the past few years have been fascinated with how we can snap our fingers. It's really extraordinary physics puzzle right at our fingertips that has been only investigated closely, that hasn't been investigated closely. Watch this. Look at that. There, done. Life's on. Life life goes on. Right? We're fascinated, fascinated by the science behind the finger friction, energy, and vibration that causes the sound produced. This is what they're spending your tax dollars on. By the way, that university, also government, you know, I'm sure of a, a state university that was also taking money from Georgia citizens. The angle was to determine how important skin mattered, and if one day prosthetics could also snap like flesh and bone. They built the replica and learned that it did not produce a snap as compression of the skin plays too important of a role in the manufacture of the noise. Did you really need to build an infinity gauntlet to do that? I don't think so. Paul included the taxpayer money given for the Thanos replica in his annual, annual Festivus report least Friday to report and wrote to paraphrase Captain America, the National Science Foundation is not looking for forgiveness for wasting American taxpayers' hard-earned money and 
it's way past asking for, for, for permission. According to Paul's website, this is his eighth edition of the Festus Report, and he found a total of $482 billion in government waste. The term Festivus, of course, originates from an episode of Seinfeld, where George's father invented a new holiday in which people could air their grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people, and now you're going to hear about it, Frank Costanza exclaimed in the episode. Paul opened a statement saying, You would think that a looming recession, spurred largely by exorbitant government spending, would give this Congress pause. But instead of taking a minute to consider what a responsible federal government budget looks like, we are instead placed behind the barrel of a weapon forcing us to choose between letting the government expire or blindly passing a $1.7 trillion spending package that not only does not balance, but the fact in fact spends over 10% more than last year. I mean, some of the other things in here, this year I'm highlighting a whopping $482 billion in waste, including a steroid-induced hamster fighting club, a study to see if kids love their pets, a study of the romantic patterns of parrots, and, or Paul said, no matter how much money's already been wasted, politicians keep demanding even more. Some of the most bizarre spending comes from the National Institutes of Health, research on animals, including $2.3 million study for giving six-month-old beagle puppies coke. $1.1 million for training mice to binge drink booze. And $3 million at, University of Uni- at, Northeast Uni- at Northeastern University that involved watching um, hamsters fight on roids. Sounds cruel. All those things sound cruel to me. By the way, $192,000 was spent on a Starbucks, Starbucks espresso machines. At the Pentagon. Your money, by the way. Republicans and Democrats. $3 million for a Mahatma Gandhi Museum in Houston. Why? <laughs> Don't know. $2.5 million for Super Bowl commercials telling you to fill out the census. $200,000 Department of Transportation radio campaign reminding drivers to stop at railroad crossings. $9 million to construct a park in Austin, Texas that is used for yoga and concerts. You can do yoga anywhere. Of course, other huge expenditures were the coup relief funds, including $4.5 billion in payouts to fraudsters that were meant to go to small businesses, another $124 million spent to construct an 11,000-square-foot foot spa in Broward County, Florida, and $31.5 million used to purchase luxury cars. Also making the list was $475 Billion. Oh, that was trillion, not billions then. Yeah. Right? Million. No, this is billion. Look in math. Last Festivus, we lamented a national debt reaching an astronomical $28.4 trillion. Shockingly, in one short year, career politicians and bureaucrats in Washington have managed to breeze right past $30 trillion without a second thought. And that's what I hope to do on this channel is like, I, I, you know, I think people that have been watching my videos long enough kind of understand where I'm at politically. I really am not loyal to either side because I think they're both crooks. Um, so I prefer to focus on individual like legislation to have an opinion on. 
but spending 120k on a infinity gauntlet spending millions on a hamster fight club absolutely deplorable treasonous and next up epic backfire matt walsh wins transphobe of the year and immediately turns it into gold time for the end of the year awards and um i gotta shout out matt walsh he got the prestigious transphobe of the year award now of course this backfires because he'll just double down add it to his bio and turn it into free advertising for himself i don't know why anyone thinks that this kind of stuff works it's like they're working together you can see matt walsh tweeting out extremely honored to have earned the transphobe of the year from the new republic i want to thank everyone who supported me in my pursuit of this goal i don't do it for the accolades but i'm grateful and humble to receive them now you might know you know matt uh had his what is a woman documentary this year that uh daily wire spent a lot of money advertising and uh was pretty disruptive in the market or at least it seemed like it was and uh there's a wide variety of other things much of what he does i think outside of his takes on uh on dogs a particular type of dog um seems in the service of protecting people particularly those that are you know too young to protect themselves it says in a year i want to put here so this is the like if they're if you don't let their words matter they, they don't matter like look at this 133,000 views 140 134,000 let's call it nine retweets 11 quote tweets 19 likes that these people don't have the that's actually one of the low-key really uh powerful data sets that elon has given us by publicly displaying impressions i think it was always available under your own account you could see impressions but it's like this is how you know you know what you're saying you're putting stuff out that people don't care about 19 likes the New Republic has 177,000 followers. 19 of them like this. His tweet mocking you already has hundreds more likes than this. This isn't the own you think it is. Everyone is ratioing them. Haha, <laughs> great. Matt Walsh, we always knew you could always do it. Lamau, cheers. Keep up the good work. Congrats. I mean, that's the thing. You know, in 2022, we talked a lot about essentially biological men. Uh, taking space in competitive sports from biological women. You know, there are a lot of things that don't rely on biology. Say, for example, chess. Um, or, I don't know, Lego building. Or, um, you know, target practice. Clay pigeon events. You know, this, this kind of stuff. Maybe you can make, if you get, really get down there, maybe you can, you know, argue about it. But for the most part... I think everybody knew, you know, this goes back to the Leah Thomas stuff. Look, I wish this person the best, you know, but when they are a biological male, uh, like a year ago and had been competing as a biological male and was finishing, uh, you know, rated number 300 or something like that, suddenly competes as a biological female. Uh, it's not fair in a sport that is too afraid to call it out. You know, like people are afraid especially the biological females competing against a biological male to say anything because they could get kicked out of school.
You know, so everybody like this, this is just a, just a hilarious backfire. There are two types of people, those who see this award as an honor and accolade and those and for the good work he's done and groomers. I mean, like it's just complete. And if you look at the quote tweets, of course, we're going to take a look at the article too. We already know he is. You don't have to give him an award that he's currently proud of, even though left is like, oh man, this backfired. This is great. Now, if we look at the actual article, of course, it's full of hilarious, like citing the serfs as a source. One of the most disingenuous commentary channels on the internet, fully willing to lie and propagate known lies uh, for internet owns. See, phobe of the year, right wing writer and podcaster has raised his profile by spreading terrible theories about uh, things and uh, in the LGBTQ community. Well, it turns out a lot of what he said was true. Turns out that a lot of what Matt Walsh was talking about was actually happening. You know, there were several occasions, I think one even with a hospital in my state, where he pointed out, hey, you know, <laughs> here's, here, you know, you think I'm making this up? Here it is on this particular hospital's website. I believe the UW-Madison website was one of them. And then they quickly deleted it. It's like, why did you delete that? Why did you delete that? You, you, you've done thousands of surgeries on people who are 15 or whatever the case is. If you didn't, if you didn't feel like there, you did anything wrong, why are you deleting it? If you, if you, if you didn't feel like you, you should be doing these type of things in the shadows, then why are you running to them? From book bans to all sorts of other threats, 2022 has been characterized, characterized by a disturbing rise in right-wing bad behavior brought on by the viral moral panic of very online fear mongers. That's, that's a riot coming from the New Republic. Figures like the libs of TikTok, Tucker Carlson, Ben Shapiro, and the Manhattan Institute's Chris Rufo have joined conservative politicians in flooding right-wing airways with hate speech, no such thing, and misinformation on issues like, in, issues like gender-affirming care and children's sports. Look, gender-affirming care may well be that for some people, but it is also far more than that. And so, you know, taking pieces of a perfectly healthy body off to reinforce, you know, somebody's perceived, you know, mental status or whatever, their perceived state. I'm not saying that, you know, look, you're an adult, you can do that. There are people who are against adults doing this, and I think they have, you know, a right to feel that way. For me, it's really just about kids. Like, you want to pay cash? You want to make your Audi and any pay your own money? That's fine. I don't think that doctors should be doing that. I don't think that it's actually affirming gender. But I'm not, I guess I'm not a doctor. And if you're of age and you want to pay cash for that procedure, you go right ahead. It's all the stuff that happens in the shadows. The people who are 14, 15, 16, 17 who are having this done. That And they're not being protected. Right? They're being... They're, they're being reinforced like pla uh, by platforms like TikTok. The Daily Wire columnist and podcast have made a name for himself by demonizing medical professionals and pushing various theories about grooming and the P-word in the LGBTQ community. No evidence of such. 
Walsh launched his vetted career in the same manner as many of the worst of the right-wing swamp conservative talk radio. Walsh has since gone on to create Johnny the Walrus, an allegorical children's picture book about a boy who pretends to be a walrus. Walrus. It reached number one on Amazon's LGBTQ bestsellers list. Good, right? Isn't that, is that like an, did you accidentally, that's not really known. And What is a Woman, a feature-length documentary on gender ideology. Both between early 2010 and 2011, Walsh hosted the Matt and Crank program on FM radio. How long ago was this? 10 years ago? I mean, like, if you look at even, here's, you know, the end of the year with Media Matters. The piece piece they wrote about Tim Pool, absolutely hilarious. Bigots and conspiracy series, YouTuber Tim Pool's 2022 guests in review. What? What? Oh, that is Shane Cashman. Okay. Like, I don't even understand. It's like these uh, these outlets print lies and say horrible things about people because they are protected, because they know that most people don't have the money to, to sue them or, you know, do. But, like, I think Matt handles this kind of stuff. You know, I don't agree on everything that Matt Walsh does or says, but like, I'm sure my viewers don't also. And you can see, he says, uh, transphobe of the year, 2022. I mean, that's what you do, right? Especially now, especially now on Twitter, where like, the, the, even though it's not perfect, the playing field is a little more, a little more level, I would say. I mean, th- this is, a, of course, a backfire. Look at this, 20,000 likes he got. One man stands out from the crowd. I mean, it's it's like, what are the new is the new republic going to get new viewers because of this? No, Matt Walsh is just going to get a ton more viewers and a ton more free clout because that's the way it actually should be. That's the way it actually should be. People should be mocking these people, not trans individuals, but these news out fake outrage organizations and hospitals that are doing these types of procedures in the shadows, and particularly on kids. They should be brought to the light. And Matt Walsh has done a great service for that, I believe. I hope you enjoyed this video. Congratulations, Matt Walsh on Transphobe of the Year. You deserve it, buddy. And last up today, Whoopi Goldberg goes on another insane rant about Jewish people, begs to get fired from The View. The Nazi Yay Goldberg 2024 on my on the presidential bingo card. Well, any Yay and anybody with the last name that ends in Berg, I suppose. But Yay Whoopi Goldberg apparently uh, is a thing. That's right. Whoopi just can't stop making weird, bizarre statements about uh, the events that led up to the Second World War. She's obsessed with it. And sometimes when people tell you who they are, you got to believe them. You got to understand they're telling you who they are. And, you know, when you look at what happened to Ye, for example, the man lost everything. Now, <clears throat> what he has said has was obviously more heinous than the things that Whoopi Goldberg continues to repeat. But this is something that she was put on uh, unpaid vacation for not that long ago. And she immediately repeats it 
I mean, like, I don't, I don't even understand. Whoopi Goldberg doubles down and defends her uh, views on uh, the terrible event that led to her original suspension from The View, declares that it was, in fact, not racial. So is she saying, like, it wasn't so bad because it was really just, like, white-on-white crime? Is that, is that what she... Is that her... I, I'm actually, like... <laughs> now, I see a lot of people explaining this away in some of the Twitter threads, like, trying to attach some rationale that Whoopi Goldberg clearly does not have. Like, oh, well, maybe she means it this way or that way. No, 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 no. She's just like literally 10 toes on the line saying that their race had nothing to do with it. Now, there are some people say, well, you know, when, when, you know, if you, if you, if you are somebody who hates people for just how they look, for example, it's easier to determine that a black person is black than a Jewish person is a Jew. And therefore, she has a point. I, I've seen that. I, I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's almost like she's upset that what happened to that group of people uh, is seen as worse than what happened to her group of people. I, I don't understand. I really don't. By the way, she picked that last name, I think, you know, when she went to Hollywood. That's not her real last name. Um, so I wonder, you know, I don't know why she picked it, but... When she was going into Hollywood, I don't know what her actual real last name is, but anyway, calls it white on white and says Jews are not a race. <sighs> Look, even if you believe this stuff, right? I'm not an expert. I've said this many times before, and like my Jewish viewers have been kind to even. I have a Jewish friend, uh, one <laughs> that I know of. Um, I only know he's Jewish because he's constantly making uh, uh, Jewish jokes. Um, but like, you know, in good heart, you know, but like, I'm just oblivious to a lot of this stuff. I really, I mean, like, I, I don't know. Maybe I do have more Jewish. I don't talk about people's religions or their races or their histories or where they go to church or what. I don't know. I could have. I mean, So like, I don't know why Whoopi Goldberg is so obsessed with it going on 70 years old. It's like she's trying to torpedo her career. Whoopi Goldberg has once again claimed that the events that led up to the Second World War were not about race, insisting that the bad guys were not ending racially and repeating the argument that saw her suspended in February from her $8 million a year role hosting The View. The Oscar-winning actress was suspended from The View back in February for saying that it was not about race, but rather white-on-white behavior and a man's inhumanity to man and that the interviewer was told in advance not to discuss that in the show yet goldberg repeatedly uh, i'm sorry readily repeated her controversial comments so essentially she's doing another interview a couple days ago or whatever and the interviewer asks hey how about them jews you know <laughs> like i don't know like, hey you still you still have this like you know, the opinion about Jewish people, like obviously that reporter is doing what they do. And she goes, she readily repeated her controversial comments when it was pointed out that the bad guys from the Second World War certainly believed that it was about race. She writes, 
Yeah, but that's the killer, isn't it? She told the Times of London, the oppressor is telling you who, what they are. Why are you believing them? They're, they're the bad guys from World War II. Why believe what they're saying? What? What? Whose, whose side is Whoopi Goldberg on? Remember who they were ending first. They were not going racial. They were going physical. They were ending people they considered to be mentally defective. And they made, then they made this decision. What? She said that being Jewish was not a race like being black because it's not identifiable. What? What? I bet you this is why she really quit Twitter. She knew this interview was coming out. She goes on to say, it doesn't change the fact that you could not tell a Jew on the street. That's not true. Hasidic Jews have physical traits that are pretty easily identifiable, right? The Shylocks? Is that Hasidic Jews? Whatever. You know what I mean? Like, how about, you know, like there's others, you know, it probably doesn't apply to all Jewish people. Um, but there are certainly physical traits that get attached to that group of people. Now, yes, I agree. It's easier to say, oh, that person's black versus that person's Jewish. But is that really the hill she's trying to die on? I think that she, she must. Tell me if I'm wrong. Like, does she just think it's not fair that people who are Jewish are viewed as having gone, gone through a rougher time? I, I don't know why she continues to, to, like, try to torpedo her entire career like this. And by the way, she'll get no consequences. I mean, look, she said it once. She was suspended. She went and doubled down on it again. Now, this was yay. His bank accounts would be frozen. Certainly, she should have been fired by now, don't you think? After she put off this fake apology. So she didn't mean this apology, right? The apology said, on today's show, I said that this, that, that the events that led to the Second World War is not about race, but about a man's inhumanity, inhumanity to man. Well, then you should say that about slavery, right? Is that her opinion? I should have said it is about both. Well, that was kind of a mealy-mouthed apology. As Jonathan Greenblatt from the ADL shared, the event was about systematic removal of Jewish people who they deemed as an inferior race. I stand corrected. My sincerest apologies. That was earlier this year. That isn't a tweet from 20 years ago. That's earlier this year. Now, of course, she was speaking to the Times of London to promote her new film, Till, and returned to the fraught territory she had previously waded into, questioning the biology of trans people, claiming she was not harassed as an actress because she was an intimidating and black, and saying she was confused why um, actresses who were had people put their hands on them against their will just took it. What? Goldberg was also recently embroiled in a row about trans people and found herself accused of phobia after she said men don't have eggs during a discussion about, I mean, based, they don't. 
it's always interesting to watch, you know, these people, the left, you know, uh, eat themselves because it's like, um, it's like they, they don't believe half the things that they say. It's just that sometimes they forget the talking points. They forget their like NPC programming goes away. Something happens. I mean, like this, this is like, I don't think that Whoopi Goldberg, I mean, like, why is she, I, I'm not calling for her termination. Okay. But I'm curious as to why she has not been fired. Given that is the standard that we have now applied. Right. I mean, yikes. Um, again, I'm not Jewish. I'm not offended. I also understand history and yes, it is nuanced, but I mean, you're talking about, you know, is what is her end game here to get fired, to have her bank dropper, to have her kids. I don't know if she has any kids, but I mean, like she, and by the way, uh, Whoopi Goldberg on being canceled and why she's still wild at 67. She never got canceled. She got a paid week off work. Ask Yay about what it's like to be canceled. That guy says bank accounts frozen. Uh, it, it's a, he went from a billionaire to broke overnight by doing a few podcasts, essentially, and saying some unhinged things. Don't you think that? I mean, I think Whoopi should probably step down. If she, I the thing is, she meant it. She still means it. She'll issue a fake apology now. You see harsh reaction from the ADL. So the ADL actually said something. Uh, tells you today, Whoopi Goldberg's comments about that and race are deeply offensive and incredibly disappointing, especially given that this is not the first time she's had to make she's made remarks like this. In a moment when anti-Semitic incidents have surged, have they uh, across the United States? I'm not saying. I'm just saying, you know, maybe you should share some statistics or something to, you know, prove it maybe. She should realize that making such ignorant statements can have real consequences. He added, Whoopi needs to apologize to the Jewish community immediately and actually commit to educating herself on true nation, on the true nature of anti-Semitism and how it was the driving force behind the systematic removal of millions. She shouldn't do it for the ratings. She should simply do it because it's the right thing to do. Failure to address the issue would raise serious questions about her sincerity and solidarity with her Jewish viewers and those who experience hate. It sounds like a threat. That's what it sounds like to me. But of course, I don't know. She, I think, and I've said this a couple times today, when people tell you who they are, listen, she clearly has some issues with Jewish people uh, that she's not expressing, that she's, I'm sorry, that she's pretending she doesn't have. Uh, she almost certainly has some issues. I hope you enjoyed this video. We'll see if she faces any consequences. If you didn't yet, please do leave a like on this and hit that red subscribe button down below and we'll talk to you again real soon. Thank you.